Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the Diva Tech Talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it. So on with the show. I am so excited to be on this episode of Tech Diva Success with Adela Mahich-Janich. She is the head of a service provider segment at Mavoco, which does different IoT applications. So she's definitely one of my sisters in IoT, but she has over eight years of international experience leading in technology sales and business development around areas like telecommunications, networking, again, a common space that I work in coming from Cisco and IoT. And she is going to share some of her career experience from serving and having this very large perspective of all these different markets. And she also has a passion as a thought leader in digital transformation, but she is the vice president of the Female Leaders Network which serves different alumni from across the globe to find tools to take people to the next level. So I'm sure we could talk about many things, Adela, but we're going to focus today on things that will help our women in technology listeners level up their leadership and learn from you. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. It's a pleasure for me to be with you. And And did I miss any important facts about yourself that you want to share with our listeners? (laughs) Maybe one thing that really catches with the audience is basically that quite recently, actually six years ago, my husband and I, we packed our stuff basically like that and moved from Bosnia and Herzegovina, which is our home country, moved to, to Vienna, beautiful Vienna, Austria, without any job prospects and without even knowing German language, which is a pretty, pretty hard language to learn. As many of you know, This little adventure basically changed uh, the whole life of both of us and basically boost my career in so many ways that uh, before that couldn't be even imaginable. So everything that I go on a daily basis, if I go back like five years or even uh, like back 10 years, couldn't imagine about it. There's so many of these little stories in my CV that's just, you know, when you look at them, it's completely something new, uh, just basically abandoning everything what was before and just saying, this doesn't serve me anymore. 
I feel with my whole body so that I have to move and do something different and move with either a bit of technology, for instance, going from a telecom industry where I was like starting here in Austria. My first job was the traditional telecom business. So basically, you know, the landlines and fiber to home and optics and all that things, which is amazing, you know, coming from this university, experiencing all that in a practice. Awesome stuff. But somewhere along the way, which was like after a year and a half within that business, I just felt there has to be something more. There has to be something different. There has to be what is the new thing within the technology. I want to be part of it. And basically that's when the story with the Internet of Things started. You know, before that, it was called machine to machine. I like to say that you know, I've been there when it was called machine to machine. And you know that yourself, you know, being proud and standing there. I know when it was called like that. So basically, when that whole thing started, and it's like back six years, when it was a still new thing. Nowadays, you know, everybody knows what's IoT, big data, data science, analytics. So all good. So everybody figured out that along the way. Just to give you a perspective back there, it was like, what is cloud? That was the question. What is cloud? And especially some parts of Europe, I was serving, you know, 14 countries here in Austria and Central Eastern Europe. It was not far away. If you compare to the U.S., okay, that's a different perspective, different story. But for us, it was just completely, you know, going to really, really basics when going to see customers like, what is cloud? No, we don't want to do that. We want to have data on premises. No data was going to leave Europe. No, it's not going to go into cloud to the U.S. That was like big, big, big shift in the industry. I was kind of called on from my colleagues. So they said, okay, I like the way you think. You have this kind of approach that you see new opportunities that you like to go out and explore, that you're not kind of afraid of new things, that you actually welcome them and go around it with, with ease and talking to customers and bringing it. So yeah, they called me and said, like, we're starting this completely new business within the whole Tele2 group, which is a Swedish company that has around five, 6,000 employees around Europe and beyond. And they said, we're starting these new things. There's just a couple of people in this industry and we would like to invite you to join this team and build up the company here in this region from the start, from the scratch, together with my business partner. And to be honest to that day, before the interview, I was Googling what this internet of things, you know, I was like, what is this? You know, I don't get it. You know, I haven't seen this before. It was never, you know, part of this, this business. It was called back then new business opportunities. So I Googled it. So what is IoT before my interview? And I figured out the concept because, you know, when you're in technology, the underlying principles are the same. The protocols are the same. So it's just building up on the existing knowledge and ideas. And then the interview went pretty, pretty well. And they asked me to join the team. And from there, it's kind of history around the Internet of Things and being one of very, very few women in this landscape, especially within Austria and that region. So which is Germany, Austria, and Switzerland that is doing uh, Internet of Things landscape and day-to-day -day basis. So it's not like, okay, I go in there and I don't like it. It's not for me. And it's still very much uh, male-dominated. It's very much male-dominated. I think for us women in tech around the world, we are more or less, wherever you look, if you go, okay, US, very advanced. If you go to Asia, it's Europe. Wherever you go, it's more or less the same story. I'm the only one in the team. I'm the only one in the leadership team. I'm the only one in the company. I think we live in a very unique time and we have this amazing opportunity to change things to better. We are more or less very much united 
in, in the whole world with this idea uh, that, yeah, we want to make things better and we want to do more things and we see opportunities and we see ways forward. What is very cool about technology for me is that it's universal. You know, that's why I'm very passionate about it. That's why I talk about it. And I invite more women into that. It's universal. You know, I've studied in, in Sarajevo, the technical university. I moved to Austria, to Vienna, and just started from there. There was no like, okay, you need to verify your diploma. You need to do so. And it was like, okay, when can you start? And then when I moved to Internet of Things, that was the same story. So no one was asking you, just progressing and moving and adding skills to your CV. And now I moved a little bit beyond telecommunication to the software industry. You know, I had no the basics, haven't coded actively in my life, but still, you know, no one is questioning that. It's just, okay, moving forward. So what can we do? What are the principles? How can I learn? And this is for me as well as a personality. For me, I'm just very passionate about new things and as well working in international teams, serving global customers and working on things that will materialize in two years, three years, five years that you will say, oh, okay, back then it was science fiction. Now it's everybody's just keep talking about it and everything just keeps building, building up on this technology. Yeah, absolutely. We're at a time where we can look in the last 15 or 20 years and we have more devices online than people. And I've been following this trend as well. And when that started to happen, I as well was like, whoa, this is a huge opportunity for Internet of Things. Take that for the greater good of companies, of our world, of connecting people and things. And I love what you said too about the women in tech community, having this universal opportunity to bring our special skill set and our unique skill set and perspective as the nurturing, loving, caring things that come with traits of being a woman that also men can have and that, you know, not all women have, but I think generally we bring a diverse perspective from our own identity and our own story. And so with that, there's a lot that we could talk about, but what do you think is something that you can help share with our listeners to help guide their success? Many lessons. I usually give workshops on topics such as landing my dream job without even sending a CV or what are the 10 pieces, chunks that were very important for my career. I talked about the power of networking during this Women in Tech conference. Apart from networking, I could also recommend mentoring as well. These are for instance, two topics, I would definitely look into those ones. For me, I don't know about you, but you know, mentors have been crucial to my success. They just you know, turn around everything and advance it into levels that I couldn't imagine myself. I had more than six mentors in the last six years, which along the journey become friends and trusted advisors and people that I go back and forth and just you know, exchange on topics from technology. Some of them are very deep in the technology. Some of them are very deep as coaches, as in psychology. So all of this plays a very important role because as you said yourself, we are humans firstly, and then we love technology. I had met mentors during my career in the company, but apart from that, I was as well looking for mentors abroad. So I was engaging in different women's network, professional business networks, where I could go there and apply for a mentoring program, being part, being a mentee. And this definitely changed the perspective on what I can do and, and what possibilities are there. And it all starts with sharing your story. That's why I'm very passionate as well about sharing my story 
and me giving back now to the communities. Uh, the other thing that I really like to talk about is definitely networking, you know, so building relationships, being out there, which was as well the game changer for my career. As I told you at the beginning, I moved here without knowing people, without knowing language, and just uh, having this big idea that I want to try new things out. Networking has played a crucial role. It goes along with my business, I must say. It blends professionally and uh, privately as well, because that's the nature of my business. Is in business development, you have to get out and you have to meet people. You have to have love for this and just being out there and uh, soaking all this idea what are there and seeing how we can help one another. And definitely networking, being actively part of these different networks. On one side, I like to have it very diverse. So I set up on technology, for instance, one of those. As well, I have one of the female leaders network that I'm serving as a vice president, which is as well, again, very, very diverse group around the world thousands and thousands of women which have different backgrounds but what is important for me is also to understand that more or less we all share these big visions we all want to make the world a better place we all want to change the world for better we all want to give back to the community and basically make the world better for our kids and our grandchildren so these are the two things uh, definitely like networking and mentoring that can do wonders for you, what is important, even if you don't know it and you don't see it now, because that's how it is. You, know, you always have this you know, circle of people that are five years beyond you, 10 years, 20, and so on. I didn't know. I just felt, okay, I want to move forward and I want to move fast. I didn't want to be just like, okay, I'm going to sit here at this position for the next two years and then maybe something comes along and maybe there will be a project, maybe this will be that. Part as well of my personality that I like this action and taking action. This is where I would like to go. How can I go there? What can support me? And just give it a try to one or the other options or, or both of them. They go very well together and they can do wonders for you, especially if you're starting your career. And of course, later on, when you're in a senior position and when you're leading companies and being on the boards, but when you're starting your career, you need these people. You need these people, different perspectives. You need people who will tell you, okay, how about adding this uh, skill to your portfolio? First question was, where do you see yourself? And then their assessment basically, okay, I see you have very good technical skills. That's amazing. How about uh, taking more responsibility, taking ownership on leading the team? What are other skills that you think that could help you there? Okay, presentation skills, I don't know, communication skills, whatever, building relationship and so on. So these are the perspectives that you need from people that have taken the path and went uh, along the road before. So definitely. Well, I love these two buckets mentoring and networking. We have a little bit of time, so let's go through some tips on both areas. Tips to finding a mentor, how, what to look for, any type of advice you have there, and then we'll do the same with networking before we close. Perfect. So when it comes to mentoring, most of the companies, so my experience and experience of people that I meet is that companies themselves, they have some sort of mentoring program or leadership programs goes differently. So it's very important you know, to be very vocal about your goals, going to the HR department saying, look, I want to go there and in two years, I want to assume this role. What is that I can do? How is the company supporting me? So this is definitely one of the first things that you can do easily. Okay, there are the companies that they don't have it or it's just reserved for certain uh, people and so on and so forth or takes too long or it's not what you're looking for. Definitely the second option that you have is engaging in one of the other uh, professional networks. It can be professional men and women 
for me, it was the Professional Women's Network. It's like a large international global organization. And I just basically saw that they have mentoring program every year and that they are accepting every year more and more people into the program. So I just went basically on their website, filled in all what came to, out of my heart and I said, okay, this is what I would like to do. And then they basically do the mentoring matching. And so this is the simple tricks that you can do. So basically in your company or going to the professional women's network or business networks, they most of them, they have a mentoring program, at least our experience here in Austria. If none of these are available to you, then definitely there are some people that you admire, so that you see as your mentors, you know, that can then assume this mentoring role in your life, which is very important to mentoring is to say that it has to be structured. So it's a very, very professional relationship. So it's, it's friendship, but it's, it's about structured. So it's basically have six months, for instance, this mentoring program, and month after month, you are digging deeper and deeper and working on these different topics that you have identified. That's very important. It's not like, okay, when we have time, we'll catch up. No, it has to be a really good structure around, otherwise you will not get the benefits. When it comes to networking, I would say where I started, I tried out, I think, most of the networks that are here in Austria, and there are many, many of them. And for me, it's like it started around the interests, you know, so you have some sorts of interests. Last week, my colleague was saying to me that he's working in a company around Amazon Web Services. There are in every city, I don't know, there's Amazon Web Services meetup. So for instance, he goes there because this is the place where everybody has uh, same interest and, and, and they want to be part of this community. So it can be one of the starts or what are your hobbies and, and things like that. It has to be something that you're keen about it. This is very crucial that you love about, talk about it, that you love to be part of this community because you have to come back. You know, this is the point. It's not about I go once there and I collect five or 10 or 15, whatever business cards and that's it. It's staying there. So that's very important to say with networking, it's not, just not about collecting business cards, which is just a start, but about coming back and being part of the community, meeting more and more people and seeing how you can support that community because it's what you bring on the table. So it's not for the buffet, for the drinks and catching up. It's basically, okay, what do you bring to the table? Contacts, ideas, opportunities, bringing people together. It's part of work, as they say, like network. Yeah, well. they don't call it not work. They call it <laughs> network. That's why you have to have some passion that drives you, that you go there after work. You're not uh, you're into the mood and you have so many on, on your table, but you still go every week or every second week or every month you go there, you show up. And this is the most important thing, showing up. And later on, you can join, you know, actively. And say, okay, I want to go even deeper. I want to advance this or that skills, but you have identified yourself with presentation or communication skills, and you can actively join and be part of the community. You've given us some amazing tips on mentoring and networking. We're coming towards the end of the show. Is there any last magical piece of advice that can help guide success for women in tech? Well, one of the things that I'm experimenting still with is maybe some of you are familiar with the three horizon innovation model. It's a pretty simple model, uh, but basically what is I'm trying to apply to career as well. So when I talk about careers, you have your job. You have your nine to five job, you're happy and okay, great. That's, that's your core. You work there, you build your team and all your competences, you drive projects. Amazing. But don't settle just there. You know, there's horizon two, there's horizon three. I have this amazing job that I really, really love and we are doing some crazy stuff. 
On the other hand, I have the female leaders network. I have the businesswoman of Bosnia. I go there, I engage, I build up more and more competences. I go out and show up and do things. And the third horizon, for instance, for me, is thousand women mission that I am in, in this 2020, which I've decided on my own together with my coach which brought me, for instance, talking to you now, or it brought me to Women in Tech, which brought me to more than 15 talks and invitation, and it's just growing and growing. So it's for me, when I said it back in February, I want to do this project, I was like, oh my God, this is freaking me out. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to put a number because you have to have a goal. And that's how it goes. You know, you don't settle for one thing, especially, you know, nowadays. And I know every person that I meet, they all have like so many hobbies and so many ideas and why not try one or the other thing? Why not go and whatever that inspires you or you don't see 100% fulfillment in your job because you know, you're know you working this project that is like driving you crazy. But there's the other thing that you enjoy. Why not spend a couple of hours a week? Yes, I love that parallel of bringing the horizons because we do deal with that in technology yes. into the career. So what is on the horizon for you out there listening? Build that, set those goals, and we are happy to help you with your multiplier effect, Adela, of bringing and impacting more women in technology through this show. And if people want to connect with you for more inspiration or to learn maybe about IoT, what's the best way for them to reach you? So the best way would be definitely LinkedIn. Well, we'll drop that link in our show notes, as well as some of these tips. We just thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom to help build more success for women in tech. Thank Thank you, you, Nicole. Thank you, everyone. Thank you again for listening. And we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life. Please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with Tech Diva Success on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. We're very easy to find under that name. And we hope this episode was fire for you.